0: Welcome to the Foreshadows Report Podcast, a program dedicated to helping people grow in their understanding of Bible prophecy and its relevance to their lives today. This is host Steve Miller, and in this first episode, I'm going to share with you the story of how I myself was first introduced to Bible prophecy. I hope you'll find yourself encouraged as you listen to this podcast, in which I'll share why God included prophecies in the Bible, he had a very deliberate reason for doing so. In the several different churches I attended as a child and teenager, I never heard any messages about the last day, the end time, the return of Christ, and so many other things connected to Bible prophecy in the future. Once in a while, I would hear a pastor or someone else say, in some vague way, that Christ was coming back and someday we would all be in heaven. But none of this was ever explained in any detail. Nothing was ever said about the rapture, the tribulation, the second coming, the millennial kingdom. I don't ever recall hearing a message on any of those topics. Nor did we ever venture into the book of Revelation, which is all about what will happen in the last days. Instead, all of that was skipped over, and we were taught a little bit about heaven, and that's about it. In the church I attended when I was in high school, I asked the youth pastor about this, and he said the reason the senior pastor and other teachers never talked about these things was that they were too complicated to understand and too controversial. Every once in a great while, a pastor or a Sunday school teacher would make a brief comment about looking forward to Jesus' return. But they never went beyond that. I found this very puzzling. After all, if we're supposed to be excited about Jesus coming back, and we were supposed to look forward to going to heaven someday, why didn't any of them explain what was going to happen in the future? Why didn't they help us to learn the many things the Bible says would happen between now and eternity? So during my growing up years, the subject of Bible prophecy simply never came up in church. All that changed when I went to a university in the L.A. area and started attending a church where the pastor was an expository preacher, which means he was committed to teaching through each book of the Bible, verse by verse. This means we didn't skip passages or topics that were too complicated or controversial. Teaching verse by verse means covering everything the Bible says, and for the first time ever, I began to hear messages on topics that other churches avoided, including the end times. This opened a new door of understanding for me, one that helped me to recognize that while, yes, there are some things that are difficult to understand about the end times, there is no reason to avoid the topic. For the scripture passages that speak about the end times also include many promises about the wonderful future that is ahead for all believers. At last, I was in a church that taught the whole counsel of God's Word, including the difficult passages and subjects and this had a profound effect on my spiritual growth. Another eye-opening benefit of attending this church was that it had a Christian bookstore right on the campus. It was stocked with excellent resources for spiritual growth and learning. One Sunday after the service, wanting to learn more about the end times, I looked over the selection of books on the subject. As a college student, I didn't have much money to spend and there was one book that was perfect for my tight budget, a slender volume of 15 pages, titled Snatched Before the Storm. It's a book about the rapture, and I was curious and I wanted to learn more. If I remember right, it was priced at about a quarter, which made it a very affordable purchase for me. The author of the book is Richard Mayhew, who happens to have an exceptional knowledge of the end time and he had a gift for teaching about Bible prophecy with great clarity. When I sat down to read Snatched Before the Storm, there was a lot I couldn't understand at first. That's because the book was aimed at addressing some of the more academic discussions about the timing of the rapture during the last day. If you're familiar with the controversies about the end times, one of them is the debate over whether the rapture will take place before the tribulation and before Christ's return, or at the same time as the second coming, at the end of the tribulation. I won't go into the details of that debate now. I'll just say that for the first time, I was exposed to a careful study of the rapture that looked at the original Greek words in the New Testament in order to better understand their meaning and to interpret them in the context of what other passages in the Bible teach about the last days. And I read thoughtful arguments for why it makes sense for the rapture to happen before the tribulation and not at the end. Snatched before the storm probably wasn't the best starting point for learning about the world of Bible prophecy. But for someone who had heard almost nothing at any other church, this was a small feast. I came to realize that prophecies about the end times are a very real and significant part of the Bible. Now there was a lot I didn't understand in this book. Partly because it is aimed at a more informed audience, and partly because I'd never been exposed to any of this before. But with repeated readings, and as I grew in my knowledge of the scriptures, all of this became more and more familiar territory. Over time, I learned that yes, there are some aspects of Bible prophecy that can get complicated, but a surprisingly high percentage of what the Bible says about the end time is fairly straightforward and can be understood with a bit of careful study. I began to realize that there's no real reason to shy away from topics relating to Bible prophecy. In fact, I learned that the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, which is all about Earth's final days, promises a blessing to those who read it. What's more, at the time I started attending this church, the pastor was making his way through the book of Matthew. I arrived during Matthew chapter 6 when he was teaching on the Lord's Prayer. When we got to Matthew chapters 24 and 25, I learned that one of Jesus' most significant sermons shortly before he was crucified was all about the end times. This got me to thinking. The pastors and churches that are reluctant to teach about the end times are essentially saying that they would rather not teach on what Jesus Himself taught about the last day, how can a church say it teaches the whole counsel of God's Word, when it avoids the passages that have to do with the end time, including what Jesus Himself said? And when we consider that more than one fourth of the Bible contains prophetic content, that means avoiding quite a few passages that God Himself placed in the Scripture. While it's true there are controversial passages that people disagree over, and while it's true that much of what Scripture says about the end times deals with unpleasant subjects like the Antichrist, the ever worsening wickedness of mankind, and the outpouring of God's wrath and judgment, there are also many wonderful promises about what lies ahead in the future. And we are given many glimpses of the mercy and love of God, which He will display to people in the midst of his judgments, and the best part of all is that in the end, God wins. Christ will set up His earthly millennial kingdom in which we will reign with Him. It will be a kingdom marked by perfect righteousness, justice, and love. Ultimately, Satan and all who have not placed their faith in Christ for salvation will be condemned for eternity, and we who are God's children. We'll live forever with him in a kingdom where sin no longer exists and life is everything that God originally designed it to be. It doesn't make sense to read a book and leave out the ending, does it? That's what happens in churches where people are reluctant or refuse to talk about Bible prophecy and the last day. They leave out the end of the story, which they say is filled with confusion and fear. But in reality, is filled with hope because Satan and sin will be defeated and Christ will take back the earth and restore it. We will enter the Father's house, receive our heavenly rewards, celebrate the marriage supper of the Lamb, see Jesus set up his thousand-year kingdom on earth, and from there we will enter eternity and dwell in the new heavens and new earth. The entire purpose of including prophecies in the Bible is that God wants us to know what the future holds. He wants us to know how it all ends. Holiness will prevail over sin. Righteousness will prevail over wrong. Justice will prevail over injustice. And good will prevail over evil. God revealed the future in Scripture so that we can live with hope. We have the assurance that no matter how bad things get in this world, God will prevail in the end. If we didn't know any of what is to come, including Christ's ultimate victory over sin, life would be very discouraging, wouldn't it? There's a frequently quoted passage in Scripture that I'm sure you've heard stated many times. It's 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, which says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Typically, we think about this in relation to the instructions for everyday Christian living. But it also applies to the end times prophecies found all throughout God's Word. Even Bible prophecy can be instructive, helping us to be complete and equipped for every good work. So that's the story of how I was first introduced to the subjects of Bible prophecy in the end times. Now, there's another development that took place at this church that ended up influencing the direction my life would take. Before I explain what that is, let me give you a little background. I was born largely deaf. I wear hearing aids, but they don't pick up much. A lot of my communication ability comes through lip reading and the use of sign language. The reason I attended college in the L.A. area was because the university I went to had a special program that helped to integrate deaf students into regular college classrooms with hearing students. And it was because I happened to go to this school that I also happened to go to this church where Bible prophecy was taught. So the fact that I was deaf led me to this specific school and that in turn led me to this specific church where my spiritual growth exploded because of the strong emphasis on biblical teaching until that point, I didn't realize how spiritually malnourished I had been at all the other churches I attended. I was so hungry to learn that I took in everything I could. I ended up becoming a Bible study teacher, and then when I graduated, instead of entering my field of study, I began to work in Christian publishing, starting out as a proofreader, then becoming an editor. Over the years, I've worked at a Bible teaching radio ministry and two Christian publishing houses, and I've had the privilege of working on many books, including books on the subject of Bible prophecy. I also happen to have a strong interest in current events and trends, which dovetail nicely with Bible prophecy and with what we see happening in the world today. All of that brings me to say, my interest in Bible teaching, in Bible prophecy and current events all dovetailed has led me to write the book Foreshadows and to begin a podcast called Foreshadows Report, all for the purpose of helping fellow believers to become more informed about both Scripture and current events. One reason we can know Bible prophecy is important is because Jesus himself said in his sermon on the end time, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. We are exhorted to keep watch, and that's what the Foreshadows Report podcast is all about. To keep watch means being informed, and the more informed we are, the more we will be able to fulfill the command in Ephesians five fifteen and 16, which says that we are to walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil thank you for joining me for this introductory episode my prayer is that you've been encouraged and that you'll benefit from listening to this podcast in the days to come